0: Ahoy. Hi. I'm Evan. I'm Addy. And you are listening to the Speaking English Podcast, the place to be for anyone who says to themselves, I want to watch more movies or I want to read more books. You've come to the right place. Today's episode Mm -hmm. 82. And we're continuing our spooky October lineup. I guess maybe not continuing. We took a quick break the book club last week. Mm-hmm. But uh um we're contending our, our our lineup of October. I don't know. I was gonna say spooky movies, but I don't know how spooky this one was.
1: Right. Um
0: but we watched I Married a Witch 1942 directed by Renee Clare. Um which is at least I don't know Halloween theme. It's Halloween yeah. enough. Um and that's what we watched and we're gonna talk about it. And uh yeah, welcome to it. First of all, though, how has your week
1: been? <laughs> um, been really? Like three days have gone by since the last time we spoke. <laughs> Not that much has changed. <laughs> I'm doing well. It's been a pretty uh, busy week so far, but good. I feel like I'm like getting a handle on my grad school stuff more and more every week, which is nice, feeling more competent. Uh, Which is a good feeling. Also, I went to Waffle House already this week. And I love Waffle House. So it's been a good one.
0: I also love Waffle House. (laughs) Anyone who doesn't love Waffle House, you have a problem.
1: Yeah, for real. Yeah.
0: And if you haven't been to Waffle House, let's go.
1: (laughs) You simply must go. It is the best. Also, I guess they're having like a serious labor shortage, um, as everybody is right now. But I was there uh, with my friend, and they were trying to get both of us to apply for a job like really hard. Mm. And we both were like, we both have jobs. (laughs) We cannot work at the Waffle House. And they were like, just think about it. They're paying $18 (laughs) an hour, so you might
0: want to work at
1: the Waffle House.
0: (laughs) I wish there was a Waffle House in Boulder. I would probably work there. Was it the Waffle House in Fort Collins? Yeah. Like, is there just one? Like, yep. right by the highway? Okay. Yep. Because I invented that one.
1: It's cute, huh?
0: Yeah. It's a good one. I love that place. Any Waffle House is great. Um, but I was going to say, it seems like the majority of the times I go to Waffle House, it's taking someone for the first time at a Waffle House. Oh, really? That just seems to be how it works out. So that I was
1: I was taking my friend. This was the first time that he'd ever gone there.
0: There you so, go. Yeah,
1: I guess I relate. More yeah. people should go to the Waffle House. It's really fun. Yeah. I agree completely. They will put peanut butter on a waffle for you. It's not on the menu, but you just have to ask. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they will do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I'm going to, yeah. So uh, this is a very short turnaround between recording our last episode because we were a little, I think, a day late last week. We we're a day early, two days early this week. I do want to mention this cool place I discovered in Prague, because that is what I said I'd start trying to do at the beginning of the episode—just like recommend cool places in Prague to go to. So this one is for all the uh, all the Americans out there, and uh, because there's this place called the Globe Bookstore and Cafe, and it's like geared towards expat Americans, I think mostly. Cool. Um, and it's just a very, uh, yeah, it's like a like a um, hub for people to like hang out, which I haven't done much of. I have just stumbled in there a couple times for like breakfast or brunch. Mm-hmm. But uh, they do fun events such as trivia night. But I was really interested in trivia night, but I can't because it's Wednesdays, like around now, when we're recording, it might even be over by now. But I have class at eight p.m. on Wednesdays.
1: That so, such
0: a fun. yeah, but the next week is the last time that class meets. So I'm going to try to do the trivia night in two weeks' time.
1: I, I hope you do, and I can't wait to hear about it.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. I'm putting it. I'm putting it on the record now to give myself more uh, motivation and uh, make myself go out and do it. Um, so yeah, the Globe Cafe. It's uh, right near um, the river and. Narodni is the street, which is a pretty, uh, in the middle of the city center. So, yeah, check it out next time you're in Prague. I didn't, hmm. I didn't, uh, I didn't mean to, that to be exclusive. Even if you're not Americans, you can still go there. It. It's a really <laughs> cool place. So, that's been what's going on with me. This movie that I'm making over here, I'm starting to do casting for it. Ooh. That's stressful. Oh, really? So I mean, <laughs> I think I just have troubles with it because like it's such a, that's such a like a a big decision to make, but also uh, one that yeah. like probably doesn't matter that much, or like that, or at least I don't necessarily care a lot about it. But like I have to mm-hmm. do my due diligence to like find out who's going to be the best for the role. But it's something that like I don't want to be like. Uh, it's just so hard for me to like, pit people against each other, even if it's in my own head, you know? It's like,
1: oh, yeah, I don't that know. does sound really hard.
0: So yeah, I don't know. It's been interesting, but we'll see. Hopefully this time, or like by the time we meet up next week to talk, we'll have um, our people picked out. If not, then that's a problem because we should, <laughs> really should have our people picked out by next week. Um,
1: awesome.
0: Yeah, we'll see more updates on that I think that'll be fun I want to try to get my group members like my members that come on the pod at the end of the semester before we all go home and maybe talk a little bit about the movie so we watched I Married a Witch for today
1: indeed we did
0: how did you feel about it this is one that I had seen before um, it hasn't even been that long I just wanted to watch it again because I remember it being fun and cute. Mm-hmm. So I said that sounds like a good, a good, uh, a good thing to watch for this kind of like tough week schedule-wise. This might be a shorter episode. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. I'm glad we watched it. But, yeah. How did I you am
1: think too. About it? Yeah, I totally agree. It is fun and cute. It was a lot more fun and cute than I expected it to be. <laughs> I kind of expected it to be like a little bit spookier. Like I knew that it, you had said that it it really like wasn't, yeah. but still for some reason I was like, yeah, but it's about witchcraft. And I, <laughs> I wanted it to be like a little bit, I don't know, I guess a little bit spookier or weirder, but it really was just like very adorable and goofy. And like, I guess what was so unexpected to me was just like how not used to being a human um, the, the witch was and like how uh-huh. how like silly all of that was and it was just adorable and fun
0: There you go, yeah I think it's interesting just because I gotta, I gotta pull the historical context and make it more serious than it has to be it's <laughs> like an interesting intersection you know, this came out in 1942 which is um, like in order to place it it's the same year that Casablanca came out mm. and so you have in the Hollywood classic Hollywood, um, very clear like genre distinctions of like okay. what type of movie are we producing, and like you have like quotas that they had to meet about doing a certain maybe not like specific quota numbers, but like you got to do keep it's like uh, like um, diversified, you know, you got to have a certain amount of like each genre movies, you know? So I think it yeah. this falls this falls in definitely like a screwball comedy genre. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how do we make this story that's like pretty formulaic, well known, like more interesting? Throw some witchcraft in there. Yeah. <laughs> which would be like different from like uh for some reason I'm thinking that cat people came out this thing I think that came out in 1941, which is like a B. Bee- oh, that okay. So that sorry. That is really the big difference. I just realized is that in the '40s, horror was a B genre. Um, okay. Which means that like uh, you had um, you don't get you don't put as much money to the pictures. Like you don't get as big of stars and uh, as much money towards it. And they're kind of okay. like played like to make a little bit of money on the side, as versus like being like the big tentpole. Um. Is that where
1: the term like B-list celebrity comes from?
0: Probably. Now that I think okay. about it, yeah. Um, but yeah, Cat People also came out in 1942, and that was definitely a uh, like a. I mean, it was a B movie, like a B picture horror, but um, Cat People, like, is another important one for film history because it did things differently than horror movies previously and it was uh revolutional <laughs> yeah because it was um about like uh that's that's kind of maybe not the first time, but like that's when it was how can we make it more scary by not showing the monster like so the, you, Interesting. You have, uh, there's a scene in um this other classic Hollywood movie called um The Bad and the Beautiful. That's what it's called. Okay, so the Bad and the Beautiful talks about um, a producer. It's about a producer that's like partially based off of Val Luton who produced um the cat people. And it kind of talks about it. So if you want to learn more, oddly enough, if you want to learn more about cat people, I mean well, first of all, watch cat people, but also check out uh, uh the bad and the beautiful. But yeah, so anyways, that's like a very long digression. So like in order to do a horror movie, it's like a B-picture at this time. And I think Cat People is part of like what kind of got that ball rolling to change it, which and I think what really did change it was uh, a movie that you really like, um, Rosemary's Baby.
1: Oh, I do really like that yeah. movie. <laughs> which I think Audrey <laughs> talked about one of the times that she came on,
0: about how like that was an important movie for Switching mm-hmm. Up. I don't know a whole lot about horror movies from then on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's interesting that because in order to make it widely accessible and have big stars in it, um, it has to be like a screwball comedy. So that's what this was.
1: Nice. Okay, good to know. Thank does that you. Make, for like,
0: like, does that like make sense kind of, I guess?
1: Yeah, it really does. I like having that like context about it.
0: Um, <laughs> so it's just interesting, like how big of a distinction there is and like having Cause I love classical Hollywood movies because they, there's some like feel about them that just like feels like nostalgic and fun and cute mm-hmm. really and a, a lot of the time not always. Um, but it, it seems like everything is very formulaic. And, um, this is another bit of a digression, but I'm kind of feeling in that mood tonight <laughs> about just talking about whatever. Um, but the original Cahiers du Cinema critics, all the French guys who did the New Wave, they wrote about it first, and they talked about like auteur theory, which is basically centered around classic Hollywood and that certain directors are immediately recognizable, like their movies are recognizable despite still fitting in within the kind of classic Hollywood um like, genres and formulas. Okay. Like, despite, you know, like, that a lot, of, like, all these movies kind of follow the same thing and do the same things, you can still tell, you know, an Alfred Hitchcock picture. They really like Alfred Hitchcock. All the kaidi Cinema people or like, um, what's another good example? Like, uh, John Huston. Like, you can tell a John Huston. And, like, that's where that kind of came about because it was, like, in, in doing interesting things and like recognizable things, kind of against that um, kind of classic Hollywood system. Cool. Yeah. So, ready, Claire, Claire? I
1: love it when I can learn so much new stuff
0: through oh. <laughs>
1: conversations. It's so fun.
0: <laughs> I'm here to help. I just love <laughs> talking about film history because it's so. Interesting, it feels like people watching movies generally today don't know what all came before to like lead up to that point. so mm-hmm. it's interesting that like it's all kind of a story where events like the way that movies look follows certain events that have happened
1: mm-hmm.
0: and like it's interesting knowing that context because you get to make fun connections about like why movies not even just today but like at any point, how they got to that from looking before.
1: It's very interesting.
0: Um, but anyways, Rene Claire, who directed this one, um, was originally not from Hollywood. He got his his famous in France. And um, because Hollywood had the most money, a lot of European directors that were already established came over and did stuff over here. I don't know if I can say here, I'm in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> but uh it was so fun. I I thought it was I love this movie.
1: It, yeah, it really was just super fun and super silly.
0: Did you like Veronica Lake? She's one of my I
1: favorite love her. Favorite. <laughs> <laughs> She's so talented and so gorgeous. I thought that she was like so perfect for this role. She did such a good job of like being so, like, sure of herself in her witchcraft and at the same yeah. time being yeah. so, like, unaware of what to do as a human being. And it was just, like, I, it was just so funny. It's, like, she just really did such a good job in this role.
0: Yeah, I agree. She's also, like, really short. I don't oh, know really? Why, like, I don't know. I mean, like, <laughs> um, I don't know why that, like, always stands out to me so much. But I think that really is part of her screen presence. Is that wow. She's just, like incredibly small uh, that like is part of her screen presence that always stands out to me i'm not exactly sure why
1: that's so funny i like didn't really even notice that (laughs) but she something that stood out to me about her is like how unique her voice sounds like Mm -hmm. she has like a very like vaguely raspy voice even though she's doing the that like old school like breathy way that women Spoken movies. That, yeah. that I've never understood why they do that. She's doing that, but it has like such a unique, um, like edgier sound. I guess.
0: Yeah, I agree. You? I was like trying to that you phrased that well because I was trying to figure out like what how I would describe her voice, but it's definitely something about her voice, you know, like.
1: Yeah, I yeah I don't know. She's just cool. She's just like perfect for this role because. She's so gorgeous and like I could just easily see how anybody would fall in love with her, like (laughs) their fiance, whatever, and fall in love with her. But she's also just like just a little more interesting. There's like a little more edge to her than like the classic Hollywood actress that makes it more believable. Like maybe she's a witch. (laughs) Maybe this is her first time being a human.
0: (laughs) Could be. Could be. Yeah, I agree. I also think it's funny how like they do this, the smoke effects. <laughs>
1: <everywhere>. I know. <laughs> but like- honestly, like the funniest part of this movie to me was just like the witchcraft parts of it and like how they, the ideas that they came up with for like what witches would do as humans, but also uh-huh. then like how they showed it with special effects. Like the whole idea that they just, there was one scene where um, her dad like, just got out of the fire, <laughs> as he says. He's like wearing a towel and then he sits on a chair and the chair like, lights on fire because yeah. he himself is so hot. And I'm like, where did you come up with this? <laughs> <laughs> I think that would just, just go stand around in a fire. <laughs> it's like so funny. And also, like a scene very early on where the two of them are traveling together on a broom and it's just like a broom like floating the broom, in the sky, yeah. like two streams of smoke coming out of it. <laughs> Yeah. It was all just, like, so funny and, like, just campy. I loved it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, because I think that's the thing is that, like, it obviously wasn't, like, taking itself too seriously with right the, uh, like, effects and stuff, but it was still, you know, done proficiently enough that, like, it wasn't, uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but, like, it didn't pull you out of it, really.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: It was like here. This is silly, but it works like for the story.
1: Yeah, it it all seemed very like intentionally goofy, which I thought was just like so fun. Like you could tell that they were just having a really good time making this movie, and I love it when you can kind of like get that sense from it. I think it just makes it more more fun.
0: Yeah, I think that's really what it is. It honestly, I'm I don't know if this is a comparison. I need to look at, into more on Renee Claire. We talked about him in um, one of my classes this week, but it was his early stuff. So I don't know how late in this career in his career this one was, but this one mm-hmm. gives me the same vibe as uh, the Hail Caesar of the Coen Brothers.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: Where it's like, let's do something very specific. I guess that's not. I guess that's not like the perfect comparison, obviously, because um, I think René Claire did a lot of stuff that was kind of like this, like a lot of silly stuff like this but it's definitely clear how uh fun they're having with it mm-hmm. which is the same vibe I got with um Hill Caesar because mm-hmm. the movie has a, a lot of problems but just <laughs> it just is so I don't know why like I think it's just so fun and such a I don't know cuz a lot of people don't like Hill Caesar
1: Yeah I know I agree with you though I also thought it was really fun
0: Um what did you think of the dad
1: goofy <laughs> i thought he was really funny <laughs> i yeah. loved the like very end scene where they like have him trapped in a bottle and then for some reason the bottle's like locked in like a prison <laughs> it's, like the tiniest little cell like as if he's not a wisp of smoke like if he were to get out of the bottle he could very easily get through these yeah. like cell bars i thought that was so yeah. freaking funny but um yeah i don't know he's just hilarious to me i thought that they did a good job of like making him like evil enough that you understand like why veronica has to kind of escape from his grasp you know he's Uh like controlling of her and stuff but they didn't make him so evil and like so scary that it you feel sad for her at any time you know like they did a really good job of keeping it light Uh um
0: that was cool just goofy enough
1: just goofy enough
0: not have to worry about it (laughs) but uh, yeah (laughs) yeah uh, I don't know. This is really fun, and I, I guess the other thing that like kind of stands out to me when thinking about it is like the very short runtime of it. Yeah, uh, and I think it's like one that's does exactly is like exactly as long as it needs to be. You know,
1: I totally agree. Which, I love like, a short movie. Yeah. I love that it was short.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love short movies, but also like just when the runtime really fits. Mm Hmm. The movie, (laughs) if that makes sense, like a brighter summer day is really good because it's a big enough story. Like the story, the story is so big that it fits within Mm -hmm. those four hours, and it all feels essential. But like, there's also movies that are feel like they are really short when they're features. I don't know. I don't know if like you feel that way about certain stuff. I think um, the one that the first one that comes to my mind is. carnival of souls which is Mm. i don't know if you've seen but uh, it's like a horror movie from the 60s and uh for some reason for me it feels like it's just a little short like it feels like there's more there Mm. so i think it really is a balance of like fitting the runtime of the story and making sure everything's essential but also um like goes has enough going on yeah, I, re- I really thought that this was just the perfect runtime. It just fits in just such a nice, fun
1: movie. I totally agree. Like, it's just such an easy watch because um, it's just so short and so goofy. Like, I would just kind of recommend it pretty universally. Like, it was just fun. It's just a pretty special, easy movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I guess which like, means that there's not a whole lot to talk about about it.
1: Yeah, honestly, (laughs) I don't have
0: much to say. Yeah, well, I was kind Um,
1: of... Did you like... Oh, sorry, go ahead.
0: I was just kind of like, I was feeling that watching it. I was like, I don't know how much I have to say about this.
1: Yeah, same. Did you like the relationship between like the two main love interests?
0: Yes, I think so. (laughs) (laughs) Because it was, I mean, it was a fun thing where it's like, it's all done by witchcraft in the story you know but it like seems believable and right i don't know i'm just a big veronica lake fan so like (laughs) makes sense to me (laughs) uh, (laughs) yeah well it was interesting how like she kind of just shows up and gets in his hair and then gives herself the the love potion right And then it's all the, all the action is like based on that. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So it makes you wonder if the love potion ever wore off or not.
1: I know. I kind of don't like it because of that. Cause I'm like, she sort of gave up her witchcraft to be with him ultimately. And like have a fam a normal family with him. Uh And maybe she's like under a spell and like, doesn't even actually love him. Who really knows? It's kind of a bummer to think about.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I know. Well, I mean, that's how they get you. Yeah. Because I mean, it's like a pretty good gag where it's
1: just
0: like, she makes the thing fall and then it hits her on the head and says, here, how is it water? But then you think of like, what does that really mean? (laughs)
1: I love too, when she's like trying to confess to him, like the series of events that's been going on. And she's like, "Don't you think it's weird the way that we met?" And he's like, "Totally." And she's like, "That's because it's witchcraft." And, and he's like, "You're so right." And it's like not even believing her, but totally on board. I thought that was really funny.
0: <laughs> I agree. I, I wonder. <laughs> I'm stuck on this question of the the love potion. I just think Mm -hmm. that's so interesting, like, as far as, uh, you know, what leads her to do these things. Because at the Mm -hmm. same time, you know, the whole beginning, it's, uh, I don't know, it seems like there's something there. She's like, yeah, Yeah. I'm going to mess with him by making him fall in love with me.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I think, like, at the beginning, I got that she just wanted to be a human and like wanted to experience love with like whoever, mm-hmm. which I thought was like cute. And I'm glad that she got to have that, but I kind of wish she'd just gone back to being a witch after. <laughs> it like made me sad that she didn't get to be a witch anymore. And then they have the daughter who's maybe a witch and they're like, Oh no, what are we going to do with her?
0: Oh no, witchcraft. Yeah. Cause I'm sure the audiences in the forties would be like, yes, witchcraft. Yeah. <laughs> Is she like not a witch at the end of the movie though?
1: I think she's not because she looks old and like she was immortal as a witch.
0: It's true. Yeah. Yeah, she's probably still a witch. She just doesn't use her powers.
1: He's just repressing it. Okay, maybe they should have made a sequel, or maybe they should make a sequel now (laughs) where her daughter becomes a witch and she's like, "This is making me witch miss my witch days. I'm gonna be a witch again too." And then they (laughs) just do witchcraft together.
0: <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> I like this. Is just so interesting because I don't remember what else it was that you said, but at another point you're like, they should make a sequel or a remake of something. And then both each time, every time you say that, there's like no conflict. <laughs> it's just like they become witches and do cool witch stuff together. <laughs> That's it.
1: That's all I want. Why is that too much to ask?
0: I know. Well, no, I mean I agree because then. I think I mentioned this either last week or before that, you know, we tried to write our script with the no, not as much conflict and there's always, yeah. always more conflict. And I think that's really what the deal is with this movie. It's like once the conflict, like about the length, the thing about the length, you know, there's being how it's so silly and things kind of just like go like anything, whatever goes, it's like the conflict mm-hmm. does get wrapped up fairly quickly and that's like the all the time you need, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Which is fun. Like I, I remember always thinking that, you know, I just really like what's going on here. I just wanna like chill in the world with the characters. Like we don't have to be going on like any conflict and adventures or nothing. Yeah. I that's out, how watch I feel too. Do their thing, yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, do you have a rating for this one?
1: I think I'd probably give it an eight out of ten. It was very fun, very silly. Would watch nice. again.
0: Nice. Yeah, it's a, it's very rewatchable. Yeah. Because I would also like watch this next week <laughs> or something. Yeah. Like, it's one of them. So. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't know if like, that's because you don't have to. There's not a lot of work for the audience to do in this movie, if, you, if that makes sense. Some movies, it's like emotional
1: labor. You're
0: like, oh, man, what have just been put through the ringer.
1: Yeah, that is really true. This is yeah. not, one. not one. The either. conflict of this movie is very easy to sit through.
0: <laughs> or else the other one would be like, uh, if it's very confusing and you have to put all the pieces together. That's true. No, not this one. No,
1: nope, not this. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, but yeah, I really liked it. I give it a 7 out of
1: 10. Nice. But
0: that's the, That's a good rating. I don't yeah. know. I feel like since all of, it seems like I like most of the movies I watch probably just because I go out and try to find movies that I think I would like. So, I don't right. so it's like they're all like usually pretty high up there. I feel bad for giving it a slightly lower rating. <laughs> but also these days I'm uh, my feelings of the movie are not Completely represented by whatever ranking rating I give it, right? Which I think yeah. is fun because it becomes because it's really just a random meaningless number.
1: <laughs>
0: and I say that this movie is perfect for what it is,
1: and I agree.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would recommend this one to most. Everyone, yeah, most who don't like witches. <laughs> Because the witch, Maybe even if you
1: ending. don't like witches, you'd still like it because she's not a witch, she sacrifices her witchcraft by the end. So, but
0: the witch has a happy ending instead of
1: that is true. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah, I guess there's just not a whole lot to talk about it. Can we uh yep. put Veronica Lake as one of the speaking English podcast officially approved actors?
1: Have we seen her in other things?
0: No, I have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really, I'm really behind this motion.
1: I am as well. I, I think this is the only thing I've ever seen her in, but she was perfect and I love her now. So I'll get behind it too.
0: Okay. Awesome. <laughs> All right. One of these days, maybe I'll start right now of like actually writing down the things that we say. Mm-hmm. Cause okay. I know, cause I know we do have a record of the ones that we did during the favorite movie of every year. Yeah. I'll put that on the Instagram, which is fun. I and mean, it was a fun list. Because it was like it was interesting. Because at the beginning, a lot of the years where we've all seen this movie, we're like, "Yeah, that's my favorite." Yeah, a classic that we've all seen. And then um, the the closer it got to the present, it was like we all kind of had um, different opinions. So it was like kind of special when it was like we were all like, "Yes, this movie is." Yeah. Very true. So those are important seals of approval to have.
1: I agree. It is important.
0: Um, so, yeah, maybe I'll get to working on the Hall of Fame.
1: Nice. I you know
0: that. who's in the not Hall of Fame?
1: Bradley Cooper. Bradley
0: Cooper. <laughs> and apparently Steve Martin, but I don't know. I don't, I'm not with that.
1: No, Steve Martin's Army in Hammer. my Hall of Fame for sure. Army, Army Hammer. Hammer definitely is in the anti-Hall of Fame.
0: And we All can say that because we watched the Rebecca,
1: we watched
0: yeah, the the new Rebecca.
1: Yeah, and we had the same opinions about
0: it.
1: Yep. And okay. we also both watched "Call Me by Your Name," and I don't oh, think we liked that's true. it. Yeah. And
0: we said, "Why is this old man talking to this young boy?" Exactly. Yeah, that kind of like put me off of that movie a little bit. Like I a,
1: know, man, me a too. Lot of
0: it.
1: Yeah. And that's why Army Hammer has earned our disapproval.
0: Yes, the seal of disapproval. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Well, I think that's good, that's good for the, the Married to Witch. Such yes. a fun movie. I just love it. Such mm-hmm. a fun
1: one. Anyone should make this like a Halloween classic for them because it's not scary, but it does put you into the vibes. So if you're not a scary movie watcher, this is really a Halloween movie for you. And even if you are a scary movie watcher, such as myself, I still enjoyed it. And I think you would too.
0: <laughs> yeah. There you go. What if uh, you're a hardcore scary movie watcher who only in October, that's all they watch is scary movies.
1: <laughs> then maybe you should watch this one on like September 30th or something. <laughs> it's still worth the watch.
0: <laughs> Alternatively, if you get really scared by a movie and you can't sleep at night,
1: you can throw mm-hmm. this one out. This is the one to put on immediately after that one.
0: Yeah. Oh. There you go. Because it's only like 80 minutes. So you can watch that, you know, before you go to bed.
1: That that would be a great use of this movie. I'm glad you said that. There you go.
0: Um, yeah. That was fun talking about the film history stuff, though.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of. I don't sure.
0: know if I'm. I don't know if I mentioned this last week. I know I didn't actually, but I did a presentation for one of my classes on playtime. Oh, cool! Which I watched another time because I'd seen it already once, because we did the episode on it the first week I was here. So I watched it again and did a presentation on it, and it went really well, and everyone liked. it.
1: Yay! I'm glad it
0: went well. It was awesome, and I bumped that movie to a ten out of ten.
1: Whoa! Yeah, good for you. A
0: nine out of them before, but I said this is—it's turned—it's going to turn into like a very comfort movie for me. I can tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so may this one, depending on how, what the future holds.
1: Can't wait to find out.
0: It's just so fun and nice to watch. That's the highest recommendation I can give. <laughs> All right. Next week, I think, should be wrap-up week. Can that work for you? Yeah. Based on the calendar, that should work.
1: I really hope I will have finished Doom by next week so that I have something to talk about. Because that's the only book I've been reading this month, other than my year of rest and relaxation.
0: I gotcha. Okay, so that'll be next week. And then we can figure out where to go from there. Do you have an album to recommend?
1: yes, I am going to recommend Super fun Fleetwood Mac album the Pious Bird of Good Omen um, which is a great album in general and also has the song Black Magic Woman on it, which is a great Halloween song
0: there you, go. Thank you. you could even call a witch a black magic woman.
1: You absolutely could. I think it probably is about a witch. Blewett Mac has like a lot of songs about witches. That is this true. is almost definitely one of them.
0: <laughs> there is a, a version. I think it's yeah, it's Rhiannon. Yeah, it's there's a live version that I like much uh, better than the original because they do a really long guitar solo. And I love the nice. good guitar solo, but anyways, it's, it's a live. I love that it's, song. Yeah, it was a live version of the song, and it states that she says this is a song About a witch. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And and I think it's cool. Made me think of that. Yeah. And if you're looking for a movie with a witch in it, check out I Married a Witch. Excellent. Yeah. All right. So I uh, decided to take your advice and think about good Halloween music for Halloween playlists. And Mm -hmm. uh, my choice is it's called The Original Monster Mash. By Boris Pickett and the Crypt Kickers.
1: Great choice. It
0: became clear to me that you never would choose this great album. (laughs) Um, So I actually listened to this like the day, like right after last week's episode. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I need to know if I can actually recommend this. And uh, I didn't even know that it was a whole album, but it really is. Um, And some of the songs that really are terrible. (laughs) But the majority of them are good, good fun in Halloween. Good. So I, I think it's you just gotta like pick and choose. Um, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's actually really fun. I like I like this is not a joke um, recommendation, even though like it is a little bit. But uh, if you really want to get in the Halloween spirit, the monster. Mash. <laughs> it was I don't know I had a I had, a, I, had a, I had a good time with it.
1: Excellent. I'm glad. I'm really glad you had a good time.
0: Um, yeah, there's just a couple songs that you really got skip. I don't know, like what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I honestly that that uh, that uh, album pairs with this movie fairly well. I would have to mm, say. Mm-hmm. It's kind of goofy, but a little Halloween.
1: There's a lot of really fun, goofy Halloween albums in this world, and I'm happy about it.
0: I like as good as the monster
1: man.
0: <laughs> and this album came out in 1962. Nice. Which I guess, okay. I was I talked about the Carnival of Souls earlier, which also came out in 1962. But oh. not too far from nineteen forty two. That's all I have to say about it. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So I think that's about all we got for this week. It's a bit of a shorter, less uh, less Intense
1: mm-hmm. episode. Yeah, that's fine.
0: Last week was all about rest and relaxation.
1: Yeah. That was very <laughs>
0: intense. Either. Although there was a good amount of conflict
1: in that one. Yeah, that's true. Some disagreement there.
0: <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, if you check out I Married a Witch, obviously. And uh, if you liked it, also check out Cat People, which came out in the same year.
1: I really
0: need to watch Cat People. A spookier take. I don't know why I said like a spookier take. Because it's, I don't know. There is a woman in that movie. Could she (laughs) be a witch? (laughs) We'll find out. Watch the movie and find (laughs) out. Um, Yeah, if you want to interact with us on the pod, find us on Instagram at speakingenglishpod with no spaces. And uh, just ask us any questions or tell us whatever. We're here to hang out with you, the listener.
1: We love hanging out.
0: Yeah. Um, So yeah, even if you just want to talk, let us know. And check out the Patreon page. Patreon.com slash speaking English. We have two different tiers. Um, Both include bonus episodes every month one of them also you can have see the video version of each of our episodes um each week they come out early like right after we record i post it so that's what i'm going to do right now after this um so you can get them through yeah either way we'd love it if you like check out the patreon page see what it's all about could be cool and fun um in any case thank you so much for listening and, uh, Thank you, everyone. October is in full swing. woo So have a spooky time. One <laughs> and all. And we'll catch you right before Halloween next week.
1: Thanks, everyone. See you then. Bye now.